genes are not your destiny. No. Your genes are your program that's given to your body for your lifetime. And, and you can work around that program to stay healthy your entire life because your genes are programmed by epigenetics and epigenetics are, and I use the term invest to help, They're, our genes are programmed by our intention or, or positive attitude, by nutrition, your N and invest, uh, vitamins for, for B or your supplements, exercise for E, S, stress and sleep, and T for toxins. If you can manage all of those, those factors impact your health. Nutrition, I believe, is the biggest one. Welcome everyone back to our show, our podcast, the Eat Real to Heal podcast. I am your host, Nicolette Richet, and it is always such a pleasure to be able to host guests on our show, scientists, doctors, practitioners, uh, anyone in the healthcare world that has incredible knowledge and expertise to give that can help you reverse your chronic degenerative diseases. The most powerful stories tend to be from our clients that have used plant-based whole food, metabolic nutrition, changed their lifestyle to be able to reverse their chronic disease. Who doesn't love a story of somebody who took their health into their own hands, who said, you know what? I'm sick of tired of being sick and tired. And where they said, you know what? I'm going to just open myself up to the possibility that food of all things has the power to heal my body because they discovered how their lifestyle and their diet actually created harm in the body, created ill health. We have an epidemic of disease in our society where 60% of North Americans are now living with a chronic degenerative disease. One in two people get diagnosed with cancer in North America. That's atrocious, it's unacceptable. We have 40% of children, or 40 every 40 seconds, a child is being admitted into a hospital or being seen by a medical practitioner for a traumatic brain injury. We have such an epidemic of health and this is despite spending, in the US they spend $3.2 trillion on chronic disease management and treatment and yet the epidemic is being exacerbated every single day. In Canada, we spend millions and millions and millions on healthcare, and we do not rank anywhere close to being the highest. In fact, the Canada in the US has very low um, statistics for where we rank um, as far as having good health. So we can change that around by implementing this information that we learn on shows like mine, on shows like Rich Roll, and the dozens of other incredible podcasts that are out there that are there to share stories of healing and share knowledge and scientific evidence that food has the power to heal your body. So if you haven't tried it, please go out there, read a book. I suggest watching a documentary, watch Game Changers, a brilliant documentary that when you watch that, especially if you're an athlete or if you're a guy, you are going to be very motivated to implement these changes or at least try them. I suggest trying them for a month to two months. That's only four weeks to eight weeks because you will see drastic changes in your energy. Your energy will soar. Your body will feel better. Your pain will disappear. You will, uh, if you watch Game Changers, and if you have a penis, they might get bigger, they might get harder, and they might last longer. 
but I don't want to dive into that because we are going to have a very special podcast where we dive into the science behind that with the doctor that is behind the study that was done in the Game Changers program. A small study, but it is the first step into diving deeper into the science and conducting more studies to better understand how our vascular system, our vascular system is all throughout our body. It's how blood flows throughout the body. It's how nutrients get transported and oxygen gets transported through the blood throughout all parts of our body, to our eyeballs, to our ears, to our brain, to our organs. And yes, your penis is an organ. And this applies to you as well, ladies. If you have a vagina, it needs blood flow and your reproductive system needs blood flow as well. So stay tuned when we do that podcast, which will be coming out soon. But first, let's dive into who we have on our show today. We have Dr. Lois Naherni. She is a brilliant woman, so much knowledge in health, in wellness, in nutrition, and she is the owner of DNA Power. Now, DNA Power, a lot of you might think of genetic testing, and the first thing that you think about is 23andMe. You can go out and get, I think it's a $100 test, and get a pretty good reading from 23andMe, but DNA Power takes it to a whole new level because when you get your results, you also get a consult with your results with an expert in the field, and you also get recommendations of how to optimize your gene expression. So how do you turn on the genes that promote health? How do you turn off the genes that promote disease? And they give you advice and guidance on that. You won't be surprised that a lot of the answers do come back to nutrition, plant-based eating, and getting those nutrients in your body that you can really only get through plants. But at the end of the day, they also look at your sleep habits, they look at your exercise habits, and they make recommendations on that based on your on your gene um, profile that comes out. So an important, important podcast today as we talk about your gene health. Now, Dr. Lois Naherni is passionate about creating a healthier world by helping people take power over their health. She has identical twins adopted from Vietnam, one who is transgender, and we talk about that and how she maneuvered through that as a mother, as an incredible loving spirit who only wanted the best for her children. And of course, how this led to her fascination into DNA. She solved years of her own personal health problems, so you're gonna be inspired and motivated by that story. As she learned what her genetic makeup was and how she only had to make a few small changes to be able to achieve optimal health, to lose the weight that she was carrying that she just couldn't get rid of, to reclaim her energy and her vitality and her vibrancy. And of course, that's when she acquired DNA power. She is a doctorate. Uh, she has a doctorate and a master's in business, and she's also held a number of international senior executive roles. So she's a leader. She's been a CEO. She's a CEO of this company, and she's been honored in several Women in Business awards um, for the work that she's done. But more importantly, more important than any of the accolades that she's been accumulating over her life, she is changing people's lives by helping them get in touch 
with their DNA, helping them to understand it so that they can make the changes to reclaim their health and to reclaim their life. Now, as many of you know, we have a mission to teach 22 million people how to successfully reverse their chronic degenerative diseases. That is a big, hairy, audacious goal, but you know what? We are gonna achieve it. And one way that we're getting help in doing that is the fact that we've been featured on the Tony Robbins podcast, which will be coming out on December 4th. We are in the podcast series, The 10 Gifts of Health and Life. And we are underneath the consciousness umbrella where we talk about how food can elevate consciousness on this planet. So that's exciting. Also, if you have a chance to get into one of our green mustache cafes, you can give the gift of ultimate health by going in there and purchasing a meal for yourself or a loved one. But we have these incredible gift packages that you can also give to others, which includes a beautiful gift card. So you can hand that over to someone who's never visited the green mustache, never tried plant-based whole food, 100% organic, unrefined food eating. Our food is nutritious and delicious. You just need to get into one of our cafes that are on the West Coast of British Columbia. And if you can be patient and wait, we're going to have 10 locations opening up in New York City. So that's an incredible announcement as well. Now on the Richer Health Nutrition and Detox wellness center side uh, for those who don't know we have a retreat center in beautiful pemberton british columbia in canada where we have people come from all over the world to learn about the gerson therapy which is what i teach to learn about a metabolic nutritional therapy that has the ability to reverse chronic disease and even cancer our client healing stories are profound they cover all types of chronic degenerative diseases and people come to our center to learn about that so please visit our website the links are below so you can learn about our upcoming calendar for the 2020 calendar year so without further ado let's dive into this beautiful podcast with dr lois naherney as we discover what it means to understand your gene makeup, your DNA, and so you can make the changes that will get you results in reclaiming your health and your life. And please share this podcast with others. If you love this podcast, comment in all the commentaries on Instagram, Facebook, uh, LinkedIn, anywhere and everywhere. You can send comments. We'd love to hear your feedback so that we know how to improve the show and make it better for you so that you're inspired to share it with others. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Eat Real to Heal podcast. Today on our show, we have Lois Naherney. And I'm so excited to have Lois on the show today because she represents every single thing that we are talking about and she takes it a step further. So we're all about food as medicine here on the Eat Real to Heal podcast. And with Lois, she goes further into understanding how our DNA comes into play when it comes to food as medicine to lifestyle as medicine. So welcome to the show, Lois. Thanks so much, Nicolette. Delighted to be on your show. And you had quite the day-to-day. -day. The power went off in your house today. 
power's just back on now. It's been a fun morning to see how eco the house is and how we manage. It was awesome. <laughs> exactly. You know what really stood out for me just about all of that is that um, I work with a lot of clients. I work with a lot of people, a lot of customers. And it's amazing how something like the power going out can send people into the utmost frenzy. And especially, you know, you know, being scheduled for a podcast and all of a sudden the power goes out and we almost had to cancel. But I just loved how calm you stayed. And I couldn't help but wonder, is it because you live this optimal lifestyle of really, really good food, taking care of your health, you supplement with what you need to supplement with? And I don't know, do you feel like you have a calm presence most of the time and do you think your lifestyle has anything to do with that? <laughs> well, it's not because I have a calm home life or work life or kid life or any of that. It's In fact, every day there's something new and crazy uh, happening or around in our life and I, I could go on a whole list. Um, and so, you know what, I really do practice all of these techniques in order to be able to stay grounded and to stay calm and to make sure that we're staying healthy. And um, and I, I learned that the hard way just because I got really sick not doing that. And so uh, I feel fortunate that in some ways um, there's always fortune and misfortune. Mm. And in getting sick really put me on a journey of health that I know is going to sustain me for my lifetime. Yeah, and I love that you brought that up because it is true. Within a misfortune, there can be found fortune as well. And I have a quote on my wall. It says, what do we need to do so that in three years we can say this current crisis was the best thing that could have happened to our company or to my yeah. life or to whatever the situation is? And in um, Chinese literature, basically crisis has two meanings. It's opportunity or it is chaos. Mm -hmm. um, and so it's two sides of the same coin. So take us back to what, when you said that you were sick, tell us what that looked like for you. Well, I uh, actually came from a corporate career. So I was a senior executive in a big corporation in Vancouver. I um, was traveling around the world. We had offices in 26 different cities. And so I was on the road a lot. Uh, 100 people on my team and, you know, a 6,000 person company. So it was, it was a busy, busy role. And uh, we had adopted uh, twins from Vietnam. And so I had twins that were, you know, four or five years old at that stage. And then, you know, the busy stuff that goes on, just running your life on a lot of community boards and other things. So um, real busy uh, and had always been healthy, uh, but started to get less and less healthy. I started to get tired, which you just assume is due to the job and doing lots of stuff and you know you try and get a little bit more rest but I started to get sicker and sicker and sicker and things started to show up beyond chronic fatigue things like I was getting restless leg syndrome you know where your limbs vibrate at night it makes it really hard to sleep and getting good sleep had been kind of my savior and trying to get through uh, not feeling well but the thing that became uh, uh, quite alarming was I was having troubles breathing and so every time I tried to take a breath, I was short. I couldn't get the breath in my lungs. And if you're short every single breath, you're, you're, you don't have the oxygen to kind of fuel all the cells and, and to, to, to stay healthy. You really get oxygen deprived. And so that started a journey of going to respirologists, asthma specialists, doctors, trying to figure out what was wrong. Was there structurally something wrong? Was, you know, what was it? And so I spent many years going, we could not find anything wrong. We'd keep testing. There was nothing wrong that we could, we could see, but I was getting worse and worse and worse, burning out my adrenals. 
And then it was complicated by having terrible periods, uh, big gynecological issues. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, this has been going on for about four years. And I finally, I showed up in the doctor's office, years of doctor's appointments. And one day I showed up and he, they got my results and they said, you get to the hospital right now. And my husband was out of town. It was a Friday. My kids were with a sitter and I ended up being taken directly to emergency, admitted to hospital and having two days of blood transfusions. My body was about to give out. My organs were about to give out. I had no, no iron, no way to process anything in my body. And so, you know, I ended up with blood transfusions. They kept trying to give me iron injections and, and, and it wasn't working. And that gave me enough to at least get back on my feet, try to rest, try to do a few things, but I, I knew things weren't right. And I didn't know what else to try. I, I try everything. I'm you know, pretty alternative. I had tried all kinds of things like acupuncture and other things to help. I ended up um, going to my grandmother's 85th birthday in the middle of the prairies. And while we're at this uh, great function, I have this amazing cousin who is a four-time Canadian bodybuilding champion. And uh, she says to me, you have got to try this, Lois. You've got twins who are adopted. There's this new lifestyle DNA testing. It can tell you about the diet and the exercise and, and food and things about your body that you, you, know, you just can't know otherwise. And um, I wanted to support her business. So I said, sure, sure, I'll try that uh, out. And um, so got the test results thinking for me and the kids thinking, okay, it's my kids I need to learn about because they're the ones adopted and was really surprised to get my results and go, huh, look at that. I have genetic issues related to vitamin Bs, which could be a contributor to perhaps my ability to get some of the nutrition I need. And I had this clue because when I went traveling and did things like climbing mountains, I would take tons of vitamins and you know these emergency packages and I would just OD on vitamins. And I could never understand why when I climbed like Mount Kilimanjaro, I could breathe and I come home and I can't breathe. Mm -hmm. And it, it, so that was my clue, the DNA test and that to saying maybe I've got a vitamin deficiency. I started taking uh, complex vitamin Bs, a methylated form, and within two weeks, I started to feel myself within four weeks, every symptom I had was gone. Mm -hmm. And I could not believe that it had been that simple. It was a vitamin deficiency. Not once did a single doctor in four years talk about nutrition mm -hmm. or diet or, or vitamins or supplements in any form. And for me, um, you know, people, when they're sick, they go and might get pharmaceuticals. For me, my thing is I need to take vitamins and vitamin Bs every day in order to keep and facilitate it because my genetics are just weak in that area and I'm at an age now where it becomes really important. So that ended up giving me the, the window in. Okay, so I want to, like, that is amazing. And one of the reasons why I wanted you on the show is because you definitely are the epitome of healing hero as well. And when we define a healing hero, it's somebody who just keeps charging forward, they keep questioning, they stay curious, they're, you know, open to possibility, they, you know, listen to the cousin, like most people mm -hmm. do not listen to their family members, right. but, you know, you did, and thank goodness, but, you know, they listen to their family members, the ones that love them and care for them, and are just like, hey, what about this, or what about that, and you give it a try, because at the end of the day, you know, what have you got to lose, um, you know, especially if somebody's recommending 
something that is benign in a sense, benign in the sense that it's not going to cause harm, but it has the potential of literally saving your life. So I want to go back though. Yeah. Because here you are, this healing hero, but when you were seeing all of these doctors, because I'm sure a lot of people, you know, um, have a very similar, in fact, every single one of my clients has a very similar story. Fortunately, yours ended up, you know, turning out the way it did. A lot of my clients, they end up going to the doctors for years. They end up going like, you know, end up getting the blood transfusions. They end up, you know, taking all of these medications. Some of them end up losing organ parts. And then a lot of them end up with a cancer diagnosis. And really what it was is that their body was depleted right from the get-go. They were losing their energy. They kept telling their doctors. At first, their doctors told them all sorts of asinine things like, all in your head or you know you're a mom of twins like this is normal or you're aging so what was that like for you like that relationship with the doctors as you were trying to find these answers well it was frustrating it was very frustrating to go in and and you're getting a test they're going yep no nothing on this test well what else can I try something is wrong I know there's an answer here I know there's an answer and, and they were prescribing drugs for me. So I was prescribed lots of drugs for, for my, my periods because I was having such problems. Um, I was, so I had hemophiliac drugs, I had many other things, but I, I just knew that that wasn't the problem. Um, and so, and uh, you know what, you just have to just keep trying. And I can't, the thing that's a surprise to me is how do we not get, in the end, that nutrition is the answer to everything. Nutrition and food is the answer for everything. We are what we eat. And I don't know how we lost that message in the last 50 years. I, and many of us discover that the real hard way. And I know that I have to work really, really hard to keep the nutrition up in my body. But when I do, I feel great and vibrant. I, I probably I have never felt as good as I do now. And, and, and that's just because of, you know, learning to do diet and the other pieces that go with it. And just getting that bit of insight to my unique body. Yeah. And it was frustrating. I have to say, I actually went back to the doctors and said, here's my DNA results. Here's what I found. I have, I have issues, which we, which didn't test easily on blood tests because I don't have a problem on iron and B12. My problem is six and nine. Right. And so it's a different aspect. And in, and in fact, I actually think that weakness impacted my ability to get pregnant. So we ended up adopting because we went through all the infertility things. Had I understood my body better, you know, I was taking vitamins, but I didn't understand how, how much folate I, I needed for my body in order for it to function properly. And yeah. so um, even when I went back to the doctors, it's just not something that's within their toolkit that they are recommending and using. It's incumbent on us to be champions and advocates for our own health, looking into everything we possibly can to be supporting our day-to-day -day health, because that's going to help us live longer and live healthier and live happier. Exactly. And the part that I really, you know, I like about what you just mentioned there is that it, everything about our health comes down to what we can test for, which tests are allowed to be conducted under our Canadian medical system or U.S. medical system or European, no matter where you live in the world. And so, for example, iodine is one of the things that doctors do not test for yeah. at all. And I know I took my DNA test, and we're going to get into what this test is for anybody who's listening, because I'm sure you're really, really curious about what it is. Um, 
but you know, iodine is not one of the things that you can go in and, you, and get tested. So you'd have to go through a private company or a lab to go get tested for that. And then even then you have to ask the question, is it the right test for the right mineral or nutrient or whatever the deficiency is that's being conducted? Because, uh, you know, a serum test is very, very different than a urine test, which is very different than, uh, you know, um, there's so many different types of tests, like a red blood cell test. You can also test for magnesium and red blood cell. You can test for it in serum. You can test for it in multiple different ways. So for when you went back to the doctor, what did they say when you said I had this DNA test? And like, did they say, oh my gosh, we're going to start looking at this and other people with similar complaints? No. No, it's, it's going to take a while, I think, for, you know, thankfully there's functional practitioners, medical practitioners that are starting up that are looking more at the holistic health. I do believe it's going to change in the next 20 years. But for those of us who aren't feeling well now, we need answers now. And so again, I always believe you need to take it into your own hands. And when you can, for a few hundred dollars, explore different modalities that your doctors are not willing to, I mean, what's your health worth? It's, it's worth everything. And yeah. so to me, then we need to, even though we're in a Canadian system, some things are covered, find out what is under, you know, if you've got extended medical, but for the other things, I absolutely believe it's worth it. And so, you know, that's how we will choose to spend our money is on lots of different alternative um, techniques. Yeah. And what, um, yeah, those alternative techniques, I mean, it's a huge, massive industry, the alternative health field, um, or what I do, I hate calling it the alternative health field because it really, it should be our natural health field. Like it's just You're right. innate natural thing we default to is food, is sleep, is exercise, all of those things. But I want to talk about one key piece about all of this is that your children were four at the time when your health really started to decline and now they're graduated, correct? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And you feel healthier now, right? Like 15 yeah. years later, like 13 years later than you did back then. You have more energy. I, we've chatted about this before. Mm -hmm. So when your health, when your energy was declining, like, and I know that's a red flag for some people, but not for everybody. Cause a lot of people just say, well, it's cause I'm aging. What have you found in your experience with people who have done this test, who've been able to reclaim their health, just like you have with your energy? Because so many people just say, well, it's because I'm getting older and their doctors tell them that. And I've heard so many of my clients say, my doctor just said, you know what, this is part of the aging process. You lose energy. Well, it's not. We do not need to age in an unwell way. We can age in a very healthy way. I mean, really, we do have the ability, I believe, to live well beyond 100 if we understood and live very, in a very natural way. And so, you know, it's, it's incumbent again upon us just to be saying, what can I be, what can I be doing? How can I support this? Um, and I do feel great. I, I feel like I now have the tools to be healthy for, you know, and to maintain my health. It is not a natural part of aging. Our aging in the 40s and 50s has come about because of the level of toxins in our environment, the, yeah. the the, the food, you know, the Franken food that we eat, it's, fa it's, it's fake food. Our body has to expend effort to process the sugars and the, and the processed uh, foods and the, and the chemicals as opposed to just getting nourishment. And so I actually think you're in a deficit when you're eating so much of the food that you could buy in a store that comes off the shelves. Uh, when you get the real food, now you're finally feeding your cells. Now your cells have some ability to um, 
rejuvenate and then your mitochondria something that where it can get more active and feel more whole and and you really you will glow with that level of energy food that your great food helps you glow yeah and your skin looks amazing when you eat this way and when you're feeding your mitochondria and where you yeah. are restoring the nutrient deficiencies as well but the one part as well that you talked about is a you felt like it, um, the lack of the those specific B vitamins, the six and the nine, played a role in your inability to get pregnant. And I just want to share a story, very, very similar story. Um, and for anybody who's listening out there, because a lot of people just accept when their doctors say, you know what, you have idiopathic infertility, which means that we can't find the cause of it. Like your uterus is working, you have eggs, your husband has sperm or your partner has sperm or, um, you know, everything seems to be working, but you just can't get pregnant. And there was a woman I met when we, um, we have our food in Lionsgate Hospital, as you know, and uh, we were doing an event at the hospital and a woman came up to me and she showed me a picture of her son. And I said, oh, you know, what a beautiful son. And she said, yeah, he's seven years old now. And I said, oh, that's incredible. And she said, how old do you think I am? And I said, well, I looked at her and I was like, well, I don't know, like maybe 49, maybe, you know, um, you know, and like I was trying to do the math in my head. If she's got a seven-year-old son, she pro I probably couldn't say like if I, you know, so I was playing around with the numbers. So I said, you know, but she really did look like she was 49. So I thought she had him at 42. A lot of women now have children in their forties. She was 62 years old. Mm -hmm. And you know how she got pregnant naturally and delivered naturally was because a doctor in California, she just randomly happened to see him. And he said, Hey, can we test for your B vitamins, I think you might have an inability to absorb and process B vitamins. And let's just run a test for it and see. And she did. And sure enough, he said, you have to take a methylated folic um, acid. And sure enough, she did. And she ended up getting pregnant after years of miscarriages and then ended up having a baby. And so adopting children, I mean, it's probably the most greatest thing you can do in the world is to give a child that needs a home a home, but also to be able to, you know, if you want to have a child on your own and to be able to find the answer to that is also incredible. Like I know the importance of that for, for people, but the part that's so incredible is the B vitamin piece. So can you explain to our audience the role that B vitamins play in your body? Sure. Um, and there's, there's a number of things in fertility and many things that we can test on, but probably the primary process um, is a, in our bodies that helps us function day to day. It's kind of the engine of the cell is a process called methylation. And methylation functions with some genes called MTHFR. And the MTHFRs are directly linked to your ability to take and process a series of Bs into B12 to help that cell have its energy to keep you going, to keep you healthy, to keep the repair, uh, to keep your blood um, going, and actually to manage your hormones. And I'll add one piece and then come back to that is um, I had, in addition, was putting on a pound a year, as many of us do when you hit your 40s, I put on 10 pounds, had some of the worst acne of my life. And when I started taking these, coupled with the fact I discovered I had um, weak uh, lactose genes, but I'd eaten lactose my whole life and, you know, I was drinking milk. And when I saw the results went, hmm pulled lactose out of my diet and I, I, I can process a bit, but I pulled, you know, I've got, I took 95% out and taking that out plus doing my bees 
lost the 10 pounds, got rid of the acne. And then now I truly know, I actually, I truly believe I could have gotten pregnant had I understood that. Now life works out the way it should. I have these incredible twins. It, it actually, again, your, your misfortune becomes fortune. I've been on this great adoption journey, so many journeys. Um, and yeah, it's, it's all a gift in a way and in, in terms of discovery, but really um, this whole methylation process for your body is key. You, you can actually use, test your DNA to know whether you're strong or weak in it. Um, and if you're weaker, your genetics are weaker, you're going to have to just do more work to keep yourself healthy. And just as a note, which I know you know, Nicolette, is that you are, your genes are not your destiny. Yeah. Your genes are your program that's given to your body for your lifetime. And, and you can work around that program to stay healthy your entire life because your genes are programmed by epigenetics. And epigenetics are, and I use the term invest to help. They're, our genes are programmed by our intention or, or positive attitude, by nutrition, your N and invest, uh, vitamins for, for V or your supplements, exercise for E, S, stress and sleep, and T for toxins. If you can manage all of those, those factors impact your health. Nutrition, I believe, is the biggest one. And, right. and your code, no matter what code you inherited, whether you have genes for um, Alzheimer's or MS or Parkinson's, it doesn't matter. You can push out, absolutely push out the likelihood of that occurring to way after you're dead uh, by natural means, uh, just by really looking after your health. Yeah. And the Shirzai team out of Linda Loma as well, there are a couple of neuroscientists out there who never were taught nutrition in med school. I mean, they studied for over 10, 11 years in the, you know, getting their med degrees and then in neuroscience. And then they have discovered the power of nutrition and plant-based whole food eating mm -hmm. to supplement the body with all the nutrients that it needs. And the fact that you might need a few additional supplements to make up those genetic nutritional deficiencies um, that we may be prone to. But once you do, they said the same thing. 90% of Alzheimer's cases could be completely eliminated. Entire 90%, nine zero people, like if you're listening to this. So, and just by looking at the food that you eat, the lifestyle that you live, live, and they have an acronym as well. And I can't remember what it is, but it's a great one. But yours is invest, right? Yes. Your acronym invest in your health. Invest. Okay. In your so I is what? intention because positive intention and visualizing yourself as healthy thinking your life is good yeah. spending time with others everything around uh how you think you are what you think yeah. um you know you can you know change your thoughts change your life by setting an intention of being healthy visualizing yourself as healthy you program and quantum physics is showing you can program your cells to be healthy and you can create that reality for yourself. So that's kind of a big topic, but yeah. you, have, you, you start there. But then you support it through nutrition, through the N, yeah. through vitamins, because some of us, like me, I actually, I can't get enough out of our food supplies anymore because our food supplies are weak. Our soils yeah. are weak. Um, we, if we just don't have the quality in the soils and food that we had uh, 50 years ago. And so I know I need supplementation to support the weakness that I have in my body. Um, and uh, it, so that vitamin piece becomes an important part. Uh, exercise, because that kicks your body into um, uh, metabolizing and getting the engine and things going. It gets the toxins out. It gets things moving. Sleep, I can't believe how much we've discovered in the last five and 10 years of research how fundamental sleep is 
for the repairing of your brain, repairing of your body, getting rid of the toxins, clearing it. Yeah. Stress burns up bees. So if you are a woman over 40, uh, heading into perimenopause or menopause, uh, if you have a lot of stress in your life, and if you have genetic weaknesses, you're, you're going to be so depleted in bees. So many people I meet, I just say, just take a complex bee just in case. And that might, if you're tired, try it. And then the final is toxins. How do we get the toxins out of our environment? How do we live a cleaner life? How do we not subject our bodies to so much work? And so that's the invest. I love that. And write that on your wall, people. Like, honestly, when you hear these acronyms from brilliant people like Lois or the Shazai team, you know, write those acronyms on the wall to help you remember that it's not one thing ultimately that's going to get you healthy, even though you and I both agree nutrition Mm -hmm. is the foundation of everything. Like what you put into your mouth, you can treat your body like a garbage dump and just fill it with garbage, or you can treat it like a Ferrari and put the fuel in there that's going to make it run smooth and fast and let it go far for a really long period of time. So, you know, nutrition is a foundation, but, you know, a lot of people only focus on the one of those, you know, all of those different tools that we have and they forget about sleep and they stay up all night. And I was guilty of that for years, um, which now I do not do that. Now I'm like, I'm tired. I'm going to bed. Um, and you know, nine 30, sometimes I'm like even eight 30, like, you know, if I've had a lot of crazy week, I'm like eight 30 is a great time to go to sleep. And if I wake up at five 30 or six 30, that's fine. But at least I've given my body the sleep that it needs and I'm not pushing myself. So write that acronym on your wall. And the other part too, I just want to talk about the eye for a little bit because of the fact that we just had uh, Brandy Gilmore on our podcast and she's incredible. She's a PhD in um, mind, body health, and she healed herself literally with her brain and understanding that your brain drives the healing in your body. So I mean, at the end of the day, if you chop your head off, there's not going to be any healing happening at all. Like you need the neural connection to happen, but the power of our thoughts are so incredible, not just because it leads to action. So you might think about healing your body and decide to eat well, but also because literally focusing on ourselves and quantum physics, like you mentioned, shows that you can program yourselves through our thoughts. You can increase and decrease your hormone levels literally just by your thoughts. And these studies are being done now. And, you know, give us 20 more years, 30 more years maybe. Um, But basically healing with the mind alone is going to be something that I I hope will eventually be taught in medical schools. But right now we got to get nutrition into medical schools. That needs to be taught there. I know. We start with nutrition because that's a foundation, but there's just mind-blowing studies and work out there. I'm reading, I'm doing uh, Joe Dispenza's Becoming Supernatural right now, just Mm -hmm. mind-blowing. And uh, he has another book, which is Breaking the Habit of Being Yourself. Great book. And it really is how our, our thoughts and so many of our illnesses are we we do we do create we we help to manifest those in some ways. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. But you know, start start with just eating well, treating your body well. Yeah, amazing. You just reminded me of a great study too. By um, I'm gonna have to post the link up there, but um, and she has a great TED talk. Of course, I cannot remember her name anyway. But she talks about couples who that who believe that fighting is actually healthy. They have lower heart disease than couples who perceive. So it's just with your thought, mm-hmm. couples who perceive argument arguing, um, and and 
uh, those kinds of discussions to be unhealthy have higher levels of heart disease and they attribute it to the fact that it's it's stress at the end of the day right and stress suppresses your immune system and suppresses your body from being able to function properly i mean lots of different angles to that study for sure go in and read the whole entire thing as we should do with all studies but it definitely um, gives us food for thought no pun intended yeah so I want to dive into what the heck is this test that we're talking about? Because before, um, before you got into DNA power, science wasn't um, th this type of healing and, and thinking about the DNA and our genes was not in your repertoire at all. Correct? No, no. I, I mean, surprisingly, I mean, I've got a doctorate degree, but my doctor's in business. Um, but I was doing it, I did my research in the health field, and so it gave me a chance to see how does the health field function. But because of that, uh, that interest I have in research and, and learning all the time, I really became, my story actually is interesting, I, it started uh, when I adopted my identical twins. So I adopted identical twins from Vietnam uh, 17 years ago, uh, and my twins are now turning 18 next week. Wow. But what was interesting for me was at the age of th uh, three, one of my daughters asked me for the first time, mom, how come I'm not a boy? Mm -hmm. And I gave her a great answer, new agey answer around, you know, lots of life lessons for you to learn in this lifetime, maybe as a girl. Uh, but she came back and asked me again at age four and again at age five. And when she asked me the second and the third time, I thought, oh, okay, well, she's probably somewhere else on the, on the gender spectrum and that's okay. But I have to say, we didn't really understand transgender very much at the time. Uh, when she was 13, she came out as he. Uh, he is now Levi and a boy, and uh, and I'm just so proud of him. And he was always a boy. He is mentally programmed as a boy. And so for me, I started uh, reading a lot on twin studies and starting to understand what makes somebody different. Because if you're the same and you've got the same DNA, how can you be that different? And so I started studying genetics about 17 years ago and was in again in the corporate world and then happened to uh, as i said do the testing for the dna testing got involved as an advisor to this first it was probably the first dna company doing this type of testing in canada over 10 years ago uh well over 10 years ago and decided to get more involved with them and ended up acquiring the company because i thought if this information was that simple to solve my health problems how do I help other people have a window into their health, a window into their body? What's their blueprint that can help them be healthier? Right. And so that was DNA power that you acquired. DNA power. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. Um, so tell us about how this test works. And then also, I mean, there's D other DNA testing companies out there. There's 23andMe, yeah. there's, um, I'm sure there's a few others that I don't know about. Um, it wasn't something that I actually considered um, at all until I met you. And, um, and I'll tell you my reasons why afterwards, but you won me over. You're like, I'm swabbing your mouth. It was in an event. And you're like, I can just do it right now for you, Nikki. And I was like, okay, let's do it. Um, and I'm really so glad I did because it really highlighted so many things in my own health, which we'll, t we'll get into just discussing what I found in my study or in my test results as well. But um, how, how does DNA power work and how is it different from some of these other companies? Yeah, so most people will heard of have heard of uh, 23andMe or Ancestry.com. The focus of these companies is Ancestry, so you can find out where you come from around the world, and that's super interesting and fun. I've done all the tests, so if you ever have a question about them, call me. I've done them all. 
Um, uh, 23andMe also says it does health testing, but it's very, very narrow. In fact, they like profile sometimes four or five genes on the front page. Well, we do 250 of the health genes. So they only do a very few that affect your day-to-day -day health. They do a number that are around rare diseases. They tend to be single gene uh, variations. It's called the genetic variation. And that will, um, and so they'll give you a lot of that information, but they're rare. And so they don't show up. It's highly unlikely you're gonna learn anything. What we do as a company has all along been focused on, how do we help you learn about all the genes that impact your day-to-day -day health? Because it's your day-to-day -day health, which forms the, the epigenetics, which will lead to whether any of these other rare things even pop up. So our whole focus is diet and fitness and brain and the some of the processes like um, detoxification, inflammation, uh, hormones, and methylation that impact some of the sub-processes, but that we are influencing every single day by what we do. So that's what we focus on is the stuff you can do something about. Yeah, it's a lifestyle, right? Which at the mm -hmm. end of the day, we know lifestyle medicine is, you know, responsible for healing people of all types of, you know, diseases because it looks into everything that your acronym INVEST talks yeah. about, yeah. right? So I love that and because let, it... And let me show you a test. I realized I didn't, I've got one just down here. Oh, perfect. Just show you because it's super simple. So, I mean, I think the thing is lots of people said, oh, is this a blood test? How do I have to, is it a urine test? How do I do it? I mean, it's, it's super simple. It's just a cheek swab. That's it. As you said, we just swab your cheeks. That's it. You know, That's you just so rub the, the Q-tip inside of your mouth. We send it into our genetics lab and we get the results back. So really easy. Awesome. Okay. So let's go through to now it goes off to the lab mm -hmm. and then, and then how's it being analyzed? Like, I know that there's got to be all these crazy processes, but it's not just like a, I know. And the reason I asked this is because my husband was like, Oh, is it just computer generated? Like it just, you know, or mm -hmm. is this, you know, but this is basically if I were to do this test again in 50 years from now, I would probably get exactly the same results, right? Cause this is a, on my genes and my DNA. Correct. So yeah. if you do this at zero at eight, like we do babies one day and two days old, and we've done 90 something year olds, your genetics should look identical for the most part. And we're going to learn probably where something might damage one and it will change slightly, but really your code's going to stay the same. Um, and we use, uh, so we, we had, a, we have a, a fabulous partner. It actually does the DNA testing for major hospitals in Toronto and they do both private sector, public sector. So it's a full genetics lab. So you've got the full sequencing equipment, um, the full extraction. It, uh, it, it works to all of the international standards. And you'll, you'll see, you know, usually every few runs of our, you know, our customers, someone will come back where the DNA, they couldn't quite access it and we'll run it again. Or there'll be some information that might be missing because it's hugely sophisticated testing equipment that uh, not so long ago, like it cost $3 billion to sequence the first genome. Now we are doing it. And then even a few years ago, it was $10,000. We're, you know, down to a thousand and now, only a few hundred dollars to sequence your, your genes um, or to get the targeted testing. We do targeted testing for the cheek because we, your code is 3 billion letters. We don't need all 3 billion letters because 99.8 to 9% of it is the same. Mm -hmm. So we look at the 0.1% the and then the ones just related to health specifically. 
And so that's, we don't, we don't worry about whether you've got brown eyes or green eyes or what color your hair is. We worry about what are the, the diet and the fitness and the health things that we can, uh, that will be useful to you to make better everyday decisions. This is amazing. And of course, I'm sure for some people um, who are getting excited about this and they really want to know, because a lot of people, um, and, and it's, you know, in one of our other podcasts that we had with Andrew uh, Munawira, he was one of the founding board members for the Canadian School of Natural, uh, not Canadian School of Natural Nutrition, the um, Boucher School of Naturopathic Medicine. So where the, all the NDs go to study in Western Canada. And, you know, we got into it with, you know, he met, he brought up a point that, you know, oh, we got to use our common sense. And I, when it comes to what we feed ourselves, and I said, really, do you really want people running around there using their common sense? Because I think we've lost it completely. We've been so removed from what food is that people are like, this bag of gluten-free Honeycrisp Cheerios is organic and vegan and therefore it's healthy for me. And I'm like, so really should that person use common sense as to what they, you know, so it just brings up a, you know, a good point of discussion. So when it comes to this test, what I love about it is that it's giving you facts. So you can like be like, you know what? You might think that $27 bag of goji berries is going to heal you and it's what your body needs, like, or I need the red meat or, you know, but it's based on this feeling. And at the end of the day, like, I'm not, I, I find that humans are so far removed from their intuition in this day and age, 150 years from ago, I would say people, you know, when they can tell if it was going to rain in two weeks, that's when people could probably use their common sense around food, but not so much now. That's just my opinion. And so it's, I would agree with that. I think we, we've lost, uh, because we, we've had a, you know, a food guide that really wasn't all that healthy. We've had, we do have lobbies around different uh, producers of food. We've changed our food supply and it, we have advertising 24 seven, every medium that promotes that. And we've, we just, our environment, we're surrounded by it has um, caused us to kind of lose touch with what is real, what's true, and how do we get back to what feels right. And I think we're so used to feeling lousy, because you think about our kids, you know, have, have weak diets. Um, you know, as soon as we started getting into to processed foods, our bodies started to not feel as good. And once your body is off, it's harder to know how it's impacting you. Uh, so until you kind of get back to a reset, it's, it, then you can read your body a bit better, but truly listen to your body. If you're not feeling great, time to change something. Yeah. And that's where the common sense needs to come in. It's really where, you know, we teach people that number one, you need to have energy. You need to be able to, um, you know, think clearly and not have brain fog. You need to not have digestive issues. Like those things are not normal. And I have clients who come to me, they are on all types of medications, high blood pressure, cholesterol, um, and, and they have like the worst guts. They have diarrhea for 10 years and they're like, I'm totally healthy. I just ran a marathon and I don't have any chronic diseases. And I'm like, you're on blood pressure lowering medications. That's a chronic disease. Oh, no, no, no. My blood pressure comes back normal. Yes, because you're on the meds, yeah. right? And so this is where we are in the world where I think that we don't even know how to identify what um, optimal health is anymore, yeah. right? And I think for a lot of people, they're like, I don't have cancer, so that's optimal health. And I'm like, mm, so far from it. Um, so with this DNA test, it actually gives you 
some facts about yourself, like on a level, you'll never be able to get them. And so inexpensive. So let's talk about the DNA test and all the different categories that it tells you about, because it's not just like, Bleh, this is what you're deficient in. It actually tells you more detailed things. Right. So I actually can't tell you where your body is today. You're going to have to rely on your own sense and any other testing just to figure that out. But I mean, this is just an example of a test here. And because I come from business, you know, I'm going, how do I make this easy for people to understand? So we do everything just red or green. Where it's red, or where it's green, you're good. Where it's red, that's where you have genetics that are not as strong. And so the tough thing is when you're not healthy, it's hard to have to do everything. Mm-hmm. And you can't figure it like it, and it is, and I, that's what I do. I love Eat Real to Heal because it's around, just, just do it all right. Mm-hmm. But what this does is shows you directly where you really do need to be concerned. So if I can, dem- I can see and show you in green and red and then in other data, do you have the genes that can digest lactose or do you not? And if you don't have the genes to digest lactose, you're going to pay a price over time. Your body will work it through. It probably, maybe you get a little bit of bloating. If you've got good gut bacteria, it'll break itself down. But over time, it will start your, it it will, if your body, if your genes can't break it down properly, what does it do? Mm -hmm. It's going to convert into inflammation or it'll convert into weight gain. And we know that chronic inflammation is one of the leading causes of chronic disease right now. And what it is is because we're bringing things into our body that's causing inflammation. And uh, so when you get this data, what's great is sometimes we need that extra push to say, okay, well, I don't really know if I should be on as much of a, you know, a carb or a fat or a protein diet. We show you where you've got, and you should be on all of those in healthy form, but we can give you an adjustment of the balance. When should you be maybe a bit more on carbs or fats and, and when will uh, unhealthy fats really pay a price? Because mm-hmm. there's some people who have got quite weak, um, unsaturated fat genes, and it's just going to turn into fat over time. Yeah, um, and it won't matter what you're eating, whether you're exactly. eating carbs or sugars or pro like protein. You actually eat amino acids, people. But you know whether you eat like the body is always converting all of those macronutrients into what it needs, and so if you your genes show up and you do have an issue with digesting um, and processing saturated fats, your body can take any other macronutrient and still turn it into fats and still give you this issue that you have to deal with. So it's really important for people to understand that. So at the end of the day, really what I love about this test is that um, it's talking about macronutrients, but it is also talking about micronutrients. Yes, as well. So there's a whole we we test for a whole series of uh, micronutrients, and so you can for me mine went. Oh, you've got problems with Bs and omegas, and so those are the two that are most important to me. I have become more of a supplement advocate only because I know with my lifestyle, I'm not getting enough through the food that I'm eating. I don't have always enough access to really beautifully grown um, uh, whole foods in in complete soil. And so I do use that, but I know that my weakness is bees and omegas is the critical ones. And so that's where I do the focus. And we just, again, you can see on a graph, which ones do you need to focus on? So those are the ones to be considering or to test with your doctor if a test exists for it uh, and or just to test. So just try taking something or eating more foods. And, and we start from food first, Nicolette, as well. Mm-hmm. And so in, when you get your recommendations, because we'll have a whole page then of recommendations and the recommendations will say, um, you should be eating these types of foods. So, you know, if this is your issue on bees, you need, uh, you know, leafy greens, um, 
you know, your spinach, your kales, other things that will give you that through your food. So we try to always give you a food solution first, and then you can choose if you think your lifestyle requires that to have something else. So what we do is there's an actually an action plan that comes with recommendations specifically on what you should be doing so that you can really try and keep it front of mind around the food you should be doing and the habits you should be following to be healthier. Yeah. And I love that, you know, I was fortunate to be exposed to healthy whole foods for, you know, a good portion of my entire life because I was born in Africa, um, you know, where we have no water, no um, electricity. And my mom grew up farming. My grandmother's still a farmer. And, you know, then we moved to Canada, switched to refined processed food. But even then, my mom always had a garden and we predominantly ate everything from scratch and from the garden, even though, you know, we for sure had, I think, bologna on white bread a few times and, you know, stuff like that. But the one thing that I think was interesting about this test is that I also showed I have an issue um, in my methylation chain, my ability to, um, uh, with, B, with B vitamins as well, and same thing, folate, which 50% of the population actually, I've read, has this issue. And most people are never, ever told that by their doctors, like virtually no one. And so really the easiest way to do it is yes, you can take a supplement for sure, but you have to eat the greens. Ultimately the greens are going to, yeah. So it's eating lots of green salads, lots of cooked greens, lots of green smoothies, lots of green juices. You know, we just basically need our greens. And I think it's interesting that 50% of the population has this issue with the B vitamins, which speaks volumes to the fact that we are supposed to be eating greens people. Right? Absolutely. And in fact, you know, you go, why would we all have these weaknesses on, on, on genes like this? Well, that's because probably in our past, our ancestors had so much of this in their diet, they needed, their bodies had to dial it back. So we're only in the fifth years where now we aren't getting enough of it and we are paying a price by not having that. So absolutely 50% of the population on average will have some issue in these genetic areas, way more on lactose. And yet we were raised on, you should be drinking milk. So that one is a big problem. But our, our, you always, if you can get it from healthy food, want to do that first because it's bioavailable. Yeah. There's just no, I mean, our bodies are meant to manage food. Supplements, sometimes they're good, sometimes they're weak. You really need a good quality supplement. Yeah. You got to assume a bunch of it's just going to, is going to be coming through, you know, your urine because it's just not as available as real food. Um, but for someone like me, I just find if I don't keep doing the bees, there's just too much going on in my life yeah. with a supplement that I can't keep up. But greens are a big part of my life. I have to. And I put it in my yeah. smoothies in the morning, you know, and in my juices, et cetera. Yeah. And I have always, I've, and everyone's known this about me, like since I was a little kid, I was highly addicted to salads and I would make them myself. I would crave them. And my, one of my daughters too, and I wouldn't be surprised if she, hers, her genes showed up the same, whereas my other two daughters, probably not. I would actually say they're probably a little bit better off in the B vitamin department. So I think it was just interesting to get that test back and to be like, of course, that's why I've been craving salads my whole life, like greens and dark green, leafy greens. So I think that's interesting. Another piece that came up for me as well was iodine. Um, definitely showed up weak on the iodine. And then um, there was a few others as well. But it was interesting because I know a lot about food and um, 
and whole foods. So my intuition was like, ah, yes, that's because I know about those micronutrients, but for a lot of other people, it might be brand new to them. Um, and so what other things are in there besides the nutrient side of the test? Because there's other kept, like I printed mine out and the binder's like this thick. It's amazing. I love it. It's like a textbook on myself. So again, the, the core, we always start with diet. That's the most important. So you're going to get your fats, carbs, proteins, insulin, cholesterols. Uh, you then will look at um, some areas that people have common uh, allergy areas like lactose and gluten. We look at salt, caffeine, alcohol. I have Asian children. I was able to take my kid's result and go, you do not have the alcohol gene, the ALDH2. So if you drink, you're going to have troubles. And yeah. Yes, uh, you know, my 18-year-olds have both tested that gene out and <laughs> have the evidence around that, that it doesn't work that well for them. Yeah. Uh, and then we do the vitamins. Then in addition, um, the next panel that I like is the health panel, which looks at hormones, inflammation, detoxification, and methylation. Because if any of those genes are weaker in your body, you've got to take a bit more care. If you are an over-inflammatory person, you need to be careful to, to down-regulate that so that chronic inflammation doesn't become um, irritated and, and, and part, of, um, your, part of your life. Mm -hmm. uh, we also look at exercise. So we look at a number of exercise genes, whether you're naturally um, a power athlete or an endurance uh, person, because you can gear your workouts to fit your lifestyle better. So, you know, I don't know about you guys, but I had a, a personal trainer when I was, you know, working as a corporate executive uh, because I needed to get exercise. But a lot of uh, trainers are power athletes. And so they'd want me to push to fatigue and I would just be zorched and I hated it. I didn't like to go. It didn't work for me. And that's because I am endurance-based. I and need to do as well. light little reps over a long period of time. That gives me the toning. My body responds to that. The other collapses it. So you learn little things like that, tips about whether you need to eat before or after, you know, workouts. And then we look at heart and stroke, like um, your heart and cardiovascular. So you don't want people who could be at risk of, of having a stroke or, or a heart attack as well and your blood pressure. So those come in there. And then the final panel is brain. I wanted to know if I was at risk of Alzheimer's. And so we built an all, that's probably the only what people would consider a disease area. We put Alzheimer's and Parkinson's because I had so many friends asking for that. We also have cortisol, uh, concussion, um, eating behaviors, and a few other things in there. Uh, but for me, what was interesting on the Alzheimer's one, turned out I'm fine, but I was really surprised to discover my kids are at the highest risk mm -hmm. on the combination of genes that um, can lead to Alzheimer's and that are equally linked to concussion and my kids had each had a concussion through sports and activities, and I saw that they didn't heal very well, and that was actually became my evidence of why. I made a decision then to pull my daughter out of cheer because she was getting injuries just to avoid head, in, head injury for them. So you can find these little things out in, in a panel like that to be extra careful. And uh, one of our partners that works with us, she ended up in a car accident recently, and she's going through, she has, you know, her genes are very red in that area. So she's doing extra protocols to get back on track, really investing in her brain health to make sure uh, she gets the support that it needs. So those are the areas that we tend to cover. That's kind of the critical research that is out there and available to us where we can tell you your genes, you have the strong or the weak genes in that area, and then, and then you can take action in every one of those areas to protect yourself so that you live long and healthy.
Yeah, I love it. And I know that there's some people who are probably like, well, I don't want to know, or I'd rather, you know, you know, is it, I'm sure there's lots of ethics around it as well, which I'd love to jump into like discussion on that. But I also showed, um, I was very read in the Alzheimer's category for the Alzheimer's gene, um, which I think is brilliant that I know that because you know what, it was a kick in the ass for myself to be like, you know what, Nikki, um, you want to drink? go ahead and drink, but you know that that is going to, you know, damage your health. And in fact, I've been alcohol free for four months now, maybe wow. even five months now. Um, I'm doing the one year no beer challenge with Andy Ramage, who we did a wonderful podcast with. And a lot of people think I'm doing it for my health. And I'd want to give up drinking for a long time. And, you know, I just felt like never really liked it, never could actually drink well at all. Like I probably um, am more like your children. I had some sort of Asian gene maybe in there and for myself though, but I just, I've given it up because I actually just want to see what would happen if I were to maximize my potential in all areas. And I'm loving being alcohol free, but also now after getting, we just went through the report a couple of weeks ago together, you and I, and, you know, seeing my Alzheimer's gene in red there and that, um, you know, it doesn't mean you're going to get it, but if you treat your body poorly, if you allow those genes to express themselves and thrive, it most likely would mean that I would present with Alzheimer's, you know, earlier than most other people or, you know, at all. So, so anyway, so now I'm just like, what the hell? Like, I want to live to be 107 with a super brilliant, clear mind. I'm going to feed it well. I'm going to go to sleep. I'm going to exercise well. I'm going to do all of those things. Um, and I need to work on the exercise. Um, I wonder if there's a motivation gene you can like test for. Mine would be low in the exercise category right now because anyway, that's a whole nother story. But, you know, so some people who might be afraid of, you know, getting tested because you think you're going to get these negative results, you can actually reframe your thinking on that and be like, no, this isn't gold. This is priceless information because now I can take action yeah. so that my genes don't have to express themselves and win out. So I can die natural death at 107 years old, being like at the like maximum optimal, you know, health that I ever could be at. Yeah. And that's the really cool thing about this is that it gives you the window into the areas that are most important for you to focus on because sometimes it's just hard doing everything right. Yeah. And so, you know, I find that, you know, I know you get people with all levels of uh, illness coming to you. We get a lot of people who have just been chronically not feeling well. They put on weight, they're starting to get um, autoimmune, just starting, or they've got, you know, eczema and the number of people that we can go, okay, here you go here, you know, or, or have come to us who've actually already had cancer. And we, we look at the report, oh, see about weak detoxification genes. You're going to need to keep your body clear of toxins because you can't manage that. Or they've got weak inflammatory genes and that's leading to the autoimmune. You want to know that beforehand. Yeah. When you see it, you can, everything is fixable with enough runway. With cancer, it depends on what your runway is. But with every single illness that you come up with, you can fix it, solve it by following these invest steps and starting with nutrition. Yeah. Sure. And that, that runway analogy is like the best analogy. Uh, just for anybody who doesn't know what uh, Lois means by that, basically we're saying when a client comes to me or to you, Lois, or to anybody, and they have cancer, even an oncologist, 
they're looking at the runway that you have ahead. So you're the plane, right? You're carrying the cargo, which is cancer. And if that runway isn't long enough, doesn't matter what medication they give you, doesn't matter what treatment they put you through, doesn't matter what nutrition protocol, doesn't matter what, it doesn't matter what it is. If the runway is not long enough, it's not going to give you enough time to allow the medications to work or the nutritional protocol to kick in. So you need to have enough of a runway. Now, the way to lengthen that runway so that you can take off and soar and reclaim your health and your life is, you know, nutrition buys you time. Getting rid of the toxins buys you time. Um, my clients who are like still going to go down the oncology route and they're going to do treatment, which we are all in favor of if it means that it's going to extend the runway. So sometimes we have to cut the tumor out. Sometimes we have to radiate it to slow its growth. Sometimes it has to be chemo to slow it down or to take it back a notch. But it's all to give yourself more time so your body's natural healing mechanisms, your immune system, your endocrine system, that's your hormone system, all systems, your digestive systems can come back alive and wake up so that they can then kick in and then um, treat the cancer as well. Because it's not just chemo that's working to do that. It's not just nutrition that's working to do that. It's your entire, every system in your body is working hard to tackle the cancer and to keep you cancer free as well. So you need to extend that runway. And the way to do that is by everything that Lois has talked about in that INVEST acronym. Okay. So it's really important to understand what um, she means by that when she describes that one runway analogy. And it's a great analogy. Well, and you know, and even just when we talk about those of us who, who haven't hit the, you know, we don't have a runway problem that we know of yet, and we want to keep that runway long. So we do live to, you know, 107 and 10 and 20. Um, it's, it is making those choices, but you know, we do also want to have fun. And I know for many of your listeners, it's not just around that you've been like, good on you <laughs> choosing to do alcohol this free this, this year. I haven't gotten there. And so I choose, and it was funny. I kept thinking, Ooh, if I ever had cancer, I would do eat real to heal protocol full on. And then I go, okay, stop that. You need to do it now. Like don't yeah. ever get to the place that you would generate that. And so, you know, what we'll do is often do a full eat real to protocol, uh, protocol for, you know, you know, four to six weeks where I just eat super healthy, clean up my body. And then I still have some wine and I still yeah. like chocolate. So I still, you know, I'm, you know, and I don't get all the exercise that I probably should at times, but you give yourself just such you're giving your body strength your body wants to be healthy so then if you you know if you have some of these other things it's not going to matter because your 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 body's healthy it can manage all of that and exactly. it's going to be in a good place but keep resetting it setting it up for success and knowing that really only giving it good nourishment to feed your cells is what's going to keep you healthy you know yeah. and, and all of the other invest pieces yeah. And knowing your body, because, you know, exactly like, you know, for someone who has a gene that allows them to, you know, process alcohol better than the next person, I'm not saying go out and get the test just to make sure that you are one of those people to, so that you can indulge in your, you know, alcohol habit. But the thing is, is that what this, the DNA power um, test does is it tells you, for example, if you don't have the ability to process out toxins, you know, maybe you don't want to drink as often or drink as much as often. Maybe you want to detoxify more. So if the number one question everybody asks me with the Eat Real Tail program, which is based on the Gerson therapy, is that you do do coffee enemas to support the liver and other organ systems in detoxification because the body's weak in doing that. If it's reached a disease state, 
all your organs are weak in detoxification. Doesn't even matter if your genes show that, right? They're yeah. clogged up and they need help. So that's what it's there for. But the people, but so many of my clients say, well, should I do it once a day or twice a week or once a year? And I'm like, when you're sick, you're going to most likely follow the protocol every day because your body's detoxifying every single day. So you need to yes. support it. But once you heal, if your body has the gene to detoxify rapidly and quickly and effortlessly and all of that, great. That's amazing. So then you can make a wise decision for yourself. Does it have to be every day? Maybe not. Maybe it's once a week. But the whole entire point is that it's there to inform you so you can make the best decisions for yourself right now. So, so, so important. And you're doing it with facts. Like your genes don't lie. They yeah. are you. And, you know, I think that in some ways I always like, you know, the, the healthier you are, the better this is for you because it shows you where you really need to be the most careful. Yeah. And if you're not well, it's going to give you insight into maybe why you have some of the particular conditions that you do. Um, but it's always just good to know where is my body the weakest? Uh, and then, and therefore, how can I support it? Exactly. Exactly. And I love the exercise piece too, that came back in mind because it said to, I'm an endurance athlete, not a hardcore power sprinter. And it just, I was like, thank God. Like that's the last time I ever hire one of those, you know, trainers that are going to make me like, go, go, go for half an hour straight. And I'm like, no, I'd rather go for an hour and a half straight, lower intensity, way better for me. And it just matches my personality as well. So I, I love that. Go for those big, long hikes in the mountain, working different muscles. Yeah. It's perfect. Yeah. And that you're not battling yourself. Like at the end of the day, when you're in constant discord with yourself thinking like I should do this. And, you know, because I feel like I should, society says that this is what it is. Like it's paleo or keto where it's a, you know, hit training or whatever it is at the end of the day. I mean, we have to do what's right for our body and having that DNA test just really, I loved it because it just solidified so many things. I'm like, I'm just going to do what works for me. So let's talk about the ethical side of this, because what does this mean having doing this test? Like I know that you take all safety measures on your end. You use like the best technology. Is that correct? To store people's data. How does that work? Well, first of all, we only keep your data long enough to be sure you get the results that you need. We don't keep the DNA. DNA de degrades over time. So we don't ever keep that. The other thing is you have 3 billion letters. So if you're ever worried about somebody cloning you, it ain't gonna happen. We only keep about 250, we only take 250 letters. So I have less information about you on those 250 uh, double letters than you do when you Google DNA power and, uh, and Google got to check what you were doing in terms of your behavior online. And so when we take the data, we keep that, uh, just those particular letters related to what you need, we, you know, I come from the tech industry as well. And so, you know, we've always got the double protocols to make sure that we've got your data is safe. And honestly, if I was to hand you our database and you were to see it, you'd go, <laughs> you couldn't do a thing with it. It only works because we process it to give you the insights specifically into our formatted report. And it's all kept separately. Your names are kept separately. Your name never goes to the lab. Nobody knows whoever you are you know, your data only goes for you and if you have somebody who's working with you to, to support it. And so really, honestly, the data is safer than probably anything else you're going to do. We can't do anything with it. Um, you know, really, it's, it's just only valuable when you get it in this format for yourself. And it can change your life. It really can. It can be that insight that encourages you to make the differences that you know you need to. Um, and in, you know, just for a few hundred dollars. 
Amazing. Um, and now we are in Canada. So, you know, often our insurance, the way insurance works here is very different than the way it works in the United States. And we've heard the horror stories in the US, you know, if, you know, women having yeast infections and being denied insurance and like people having like minor illnesses and being denied insurance. And so I'm curious, um, like, have, has that come up at all? And I know that the data is kept safe, but do you ever see it being one of those things where, you know, insurance companies are going to have a heyday with this for accepting or denying insurance for people? Well, not in Canada. So uh, in Canada, we it is now in our charter that your you are your our rights include that you you have a uh, protection of your genetic rights as well, and so in it is not possible in Canada. Um, the insurance companies you can deny giving them any if they they can, they can ask if you've had a DNA test, but honestly, if they if you know what are they going to do? You've got a weak carbohydrate gene. You know, you can't do anything with that. So there's nothing in our test that they could do anything with. They can't deny you coverage. They can ask the question. We actually, in our testing, don't care if you give us your real name or not. You can put your dog's name on it. Some people do. And so it's just not a big deal. This is just for your personal benefit. It's just data. And it's data that you are able to use um, to help yourself make better health decisions. So in Canada, there isn't any issues. Uh, we sell internationally because this is just online. We mail you a kit, you swab it, you send it back. So there really are, we haven't, we don't have any issues. Some countries, perhaps something may come up. Most of it is uh, data protection, but because we care, we, we only collect the data that we need. It's, it's far less. You go to 23andMe and Ancestry, they collect about 800,000 pieces of information and they went into business with the purpose of selling the data. Mm-hmm. And so that was their whole their, their goal was for, for 23andMe, they came from a Silicon Valley um, start, and it was to create the biggest database of genetics in the world to be able to use, you know, for many pharmaceutical companies for research, etc. And yet, you know, I can't say I'm a pharma gal, I, I believe in how do you use our bodies and our nat- the natural side to, to heal. Um, but, you know, interestingly, we finally decided rather than we prefer to use the targeted testing, we've now got the capability where if you have your 23andMe or Ancestry results and you want to use that, you can send it to us. You don't get quite everything. You get about 80, 80% of the information. But this way, you don't have to go through the swab. It's a little bit cheaper because we don't have to send it to the lab. So that is actually possible to, to get some of that now. But, you know, in terms of, yeah, you know, um, hopefully people can feel safe about that no matter where they are in the world and insurance should not be able to do anything about it with anything we do. Uh, uh, there, you know, who knows in the U S you know, when it comes to rare disease, I'm not sure. Yeah, no, that's good. Cause I know that um, we're moving into working with more corporate groups and we are teaching our eat real to heal program, which is the plant powered peak performance program. So, yes. you know, showing corporations that when your employees, when they optimize their nutrition, they lower their chronic disease, they increase their mental health. Um, you know, so 30 to 40% of entrepreneurs suffer from anxiety and depression and panic attacks. And so, you know, the CEOs that are running these organizations, but also their employees, mm-hmm. um, a very big percentage of people. And a lot of it is not even claimed um, by employees, the ones that are suffering silently with depression and other mental health issues. So we're going to be going into corporations and teaching them our Eat Real to Heal program 
hand-holding them, um, reducing their blood pressure, um, showing them how to optimize their um, you know, overall performance at work, but not just at work, but in life and at home as well. Because ultimately, when your brain is functioning fully and your body's not dealing with depression and anxiety, when your body's not dealing with heart disease and high cholesterol and high blood pressure and diabetes and high glucose and all of those things, it's unbelievable what you can do. Yeah. You know that. And Absolutely. I know that. And it's amazing how much you can throw it off with processed foods and with sugars and with alcohol and caffeine and all, or pharmaceuticals and others. So, yeah. you know, you just focusing on that health, your gut health, you know, all of that can help you to feel less stressed, less stressed at work. And yeah. a little bit of meditation. I'm a huge advocate now. I'm really becoming very, um, religious, I guess, about doing my meditation in the morning and the evening, because you really, you know, change your brain, change your life. And that calmness just helps you bring a different perspective to your day. Exactly. What do you have a specific meditation technique that's easy to teach our audience right now? Because a lot of people are like, meditation is for hippies and yogis, and they don't realize mindfulness has been there since the beginning of time. Humans have practiced it in every culture around the world. It's not a religion, but you know, we still, I still have people who tell me that yoga is a religion. So what are some really easy meditation um, techniques that you can share with the audience? Well, I would say for, for years for me, the thing that I did is I just would sit and you need to be able to let your brain go still. Once it's still, you've calmed your brain waves, you can fall asleep. And I'd have to say that's really what I practice for the most part. And then when you have a deeper sleep, your body heals better. Right now, because I'm working on some, trying to work on some very deep um, meditation techniques, but I'm, it's hard. Um, I just go online. I go onto YouTube and I'll go sleep meditation. And I just have a whole pile downloaded on YouTube and on my phone and on free podcasts where I just go, I search, I search meditations and I download uh, morning meditation, sleep meditation, because a guided one I find when I'm really busy just helps me get into the space. But I am now just starting to work with uh, Joe Dispenza's very detailed uh, ones, which are in, you know designed to take you quite deep. I'm mm -hmm. trying to up my time from five minutes in the morning and five minutes at night, making sure I'm at 15 morning and night, and his uh, will eventually move me to an hour morning and night. But I, I really believe that that will fundamentally change my life if I focus on that. I love that. I love that. And I love that you're always trying new things as well. And, you know, at the end of the day, we are creatures of habit. So humans are creatures of habit, but you can create a habit around meditation, but we are also, we love excitement and we love new novel things. Our brains are actually wired for that. So a lot of people will download one app for meditation and then they just stop using it because they get bored of it. And that's a normal process in humans. So I do love your technique of being like, you know what, I'm going to go to Google and there's going to be a thousand different ways to meditate there. And you just choose the one that's right for you in that moment. Mm -hmm. um, one of don't our agonize over it, just pick one, download it, do it. Just don't agonize, just pick it and do it. Exactly. And, you know, my daughter, she's 15 and she did a yoga teacher training last year and she kind of, you know, she wanted to do it. And then we signed her up and then she kind of grumbled about it, but she did it and she was a hundred percent committed. And then after she's like, I'm never doing yoga again. And I was like, okay, no problem. Um, that's fine. You did it. And then she's in France right now on an exchange and she just called me and she's like, mom, I downloaded this amazing yoga app and I've been doing yoga twice a day. And I'm like, this is awesome. <laughs> and I can't get excited. I just had to be like, that's dope. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> 
right? <laughs> oh, mom, you sound so dumb when you say that. Don't say that. Exactly. That's totally what she said to me. But, you know, I love it because, um, you know, she's going to choose that. And you know what? Next month it might change. But yeah. the point is that she's moving her body, she's breathing, and she's stretching, and she's creating yeah. a habit of that. And it doesn't matter which way she does it, right? If she goes to a class, if she uses an app, if she just does it by herself. Yeah. Ultimately, what I love is that I have this 15-year-old daughter who's creating the habit of doing it. And that's what we all need to do as well. So don't agonize over it. Just like Lois said, just get on Google. You can download yoga videos. Some of them are 10 yeah. minutes. Some of them are an hour and a half. It doesn't matter. Just go choose something that feels good and just do it. I love that. And it's creating a habit. It's creating time for wellness. And so if you can yeah. do 10 minutes in the morning, 10 minutes at night, Honestly, five-minute meditation and a five-minute yoga practice, you will already start to, to change your life. And your body will love you for it. It'll just feel better. Totally. And read the book, Atomic Habit, everybody who's out there, because I love what they say, what the author says. If you just show up, just show up. Yeah. You just got to like, just put on your running shoes. Don't even worry about anything else. Don't even matter where you're going to run. Don't care about how long you're going to run for. Just put your running shoes on. Just get on the yoga mat. Just open the fridge and pull out the lettuce, yeah. right? That's all you got to do. And just the act of showing up usually guarantees that you're just going to follow through with it. So that's all you got to worry about. Just showing up for 20 seconds of whatever the activity is. And it's such a brilliant um, mindset to get into because then you take away all the anxiety of like, oh my gosh, I don't feel like doing this. Da, da, da. That's okay. You don't have to go for the run. You don't have to even eat the salad. Just pull the lettuce out of the fridge and see what happens. So um, it's it truly is just about creating a habit, just and that habit of wellness and incorporating that into your life and knowing that you have the power, right? Yeah, and being curious about health your whole life. Like I just love all of these. I would say natural, not preventative health or alternative health means. You know, like I've got a, a wonderful friend who's doing yoga therapy, and so I'm going. Okay, well, I've always had this has been out, and the hip has been out. And I'd like to get my breathing better. And so I'm doing yoga therapy with her. And, and I, use, I choose to use my disposable income for that. Some people have extended health plans and it might cover some of these things. But, you know, doing, trying acupuncture, trying things and remembering once does, does not make a habit or practice or a learning or a knowledge, but also trusting your intuition. And, you know, your shoulder, you know, goes out with something you did. Yeah, maybe, I'll, you know, I'll do physio and I'm going to try uh, something else. So I think it's just being curious your whole life about your body and your wellness and the wellness of the people around you and the things that are out there and saying yes to so many things that come along. And, and it really then life will be exciting. Exactly. Exactly. Um, I love it. Lois, I could talk to you all night about this, all day about this. Um, and there's so much more that I do want to ask you. I am, when I started taking, just going back to the B um, vitamin, because I think it's such an important piece and I want to go back and circle back to that because for so many people out there who are struggling right now with their health, you have no idea how invaluable getting B vitamins into your body, getting them via food first, always via food. And then if you do need to supplement with additional B6 or B9 um, nutrients, and especially B12, like everybody out there really truly needs to be taking B12. Um, but those other additional B vitamins, really please go and get this test done. Because since I started learning about the um, MTHFR gene, I call it the motherfucker gene, because it kind of sounds like it's does. And a lot of people who have this genetic, uh, call it disturbance, the 
the outcomes are so terrible, leading right down to like paralysis um, to people can have really stretchy skin. Um, they can have um, um, Ehlers-Down syndrome. They can have, there's so many illnesses that are attributed to this. And you know what, in the first 30 years of your life, 20 to 30 years, you can have this B vitamin deficiency and look perfectly normal. And then all of a sudden when you hit 30, it's like being deficient for 30 years, it's like your body is like, now screw you. You didn't listen. You didn't take this um, B vitamin that you needed. You probably had low energy in your 20s, but you didn't pay attention to that or you couldn't find a solution to it. But once you hit 30 and 40, it's like I have seen um, clients who've come to me who've lived with this genetic deficiency and really they haven't worked in 10 years. And all it took was taking this B nutrient. So if you can take the DNA power test, Find out if you are one of those people where it, there's a really strong link there and just go ahead and take it because it's so cheap and yeah. it's so easy. And then look up some recipes online for getting extra greens into your body and your health can turn around. And a lot of my clients have come back to me and said, like, thank you so much because their symptoms for the first time ever have disappeared. Absolutely. It, it, it's so valuable. So, you know, again, do what you need to look after your health. Your health is worth it. Invest in your health. Yeah, that's the answer. Yeah, it definitely is. So Lois, thank you so much for being on the show with us. How can people contact you? Yeah, well, um, you know what, for anybody who's listening to the podcast, we do have a, a promotion for you. So you can uh, go to, to dnapower.com. That's our website. And uh, it's my kitty. Um, and we have a promo code, um, eat real to heal. And uh, if you put that in, you'll get $100 off uh, the total power test. And our total power test does come with a consultation. So you can you work with a nutritionist just to make sure you understand the results. It gets you motivated to find out if you have any concerns uh, so that it can, we can help you understand it and, and, and be connected about why it's just so important uh, to make certain changes. So um, dnapower.com, um, total power, eat real to heal promo code on checkout and you'll get $100 off. That's amazing. And we're going to have all of that information on our site as well and on the uh, show notes to the podcast as well. So don't worry if you didn't catch this now, it's going to be up on our website. Um, and then if people um, want to get it, can they actually get in contact with you? Or, yeah, uh, you know, I'm at Lois at dnapower.com. People can email me no problem or customer care at dnapower.com. And, uh, you know, if you've got questions about it, or we have lots of people who are partners. So if you have a, a fitness business, a nutrition business, a naturopathic, or any sort of health and wellness, and you want to incorporate some of the DNA testing and the diet elements into it, then we can set you up as a partner. And uh, whether you're, you know, someone who's just looking after your own health, or you're helping to look after other people's health, we're always delighted to, to do whatever we can to support you. We love it. Like you, Nicolette, we change lives every day, just mm -hmm. by giving people that window into their bodies, that roadmap to their health, um, so that you can see those critical few things that are the most important to keep you uh, living long and feeling great. Exactly. And I, a client came to me who had done the DNA testing with you as well. We ended up doing a podcast with her because her story was so remarkable. And she said exactly that because she was diagnosed with breast cancer and she just, you know, was so overwhelmed with everything, but having that DNA test, which actually showed her the foods that she needed to consume more of and showed her the foods that she needed to consume less of, it just gave her the motivation to do it and then to end up getting really good results and reclaiming her health and her energy. 
Um, so yeah, it's so, so important to do. So I look forward to working with you more as well, especially with our plant powered peak performance program, because we're going to have many, many, many employees who I'm sure are going to be wanting to do the DNA test as Fantastic. well. And if people haven't bought the Real to Heal book, uh, anytime anybody comes to me who has, has a cancer or an illness, I say, you have to do this. For others who are just looking for a cleanse, I also give them Eat Real to Heal and say, here's your starting point. It's easy. It's, it is real. And, uh, and uh, for those of you who are healthy, you know, that's what I do for a cleanse on a regular basis. It's, it's a great way to be living. So thank you, Nicolette, for the, for the work you do and for sharing your message. Oh, thanks, Lois. You are the best. So stay tuned for this podcast when it airs in a few weeks' time. And I, there's your cat. I love it. I have my dog over here, and he's snoring away. <laughs> so if people are hearing that, it is my little dog snoring in the corner. He's so cute. He hates the rain, and so he's just all happy to be. <laughs> <laughs> so cute. What I love the laughter our pets give us every day. So, oh, yeah. you know, laugh often love love lots laugh often exactly exactly it's all good for our dna it's good for our health it's good for our overall well-being so enjoy the show everyone thanks lois and stay tuned for the next episode of so great to see everybody be well everyone (laughs) hey welcome back I hope you enjoyed that episode with Dr. Lois Naherny and that you learned a ton and that you are inspired to get your DNA tested. Now, we don't accept any sponsorship on our show as of yet. We haven't for this past year. And that's because we're really, really picky about who we partner with because we don't want to be selling any more junk. We don't want to be selling anything that uh, is a fad. We don't want to be promoting anything that will contribute to the harm of our planet and which ultimately is harm to ourselves. So we're very, very picky about sponsorship. So we're outlining a sponsorship program, but we haven't made any decisions about that yet. But one thing that I have decided to do is to partner with DNA Power, where if you go to our site and click on the link, which will be up there shortly, if it isn't already, you can click on that affiliate link and get your DNA tested. Now, for a lot of people, it is important to do this because you might literally have tried everything and gotten no results at all and it really could come down to one little tiny gene that is being expressed or not being expressed and in many many cases what I've seen with clients when they have gone ahead and had a test like this done what they discover is that often it's a missing nutrient one missing nutrient and so if that is all that it is wouldn't you want to know so that you can add that nutrient in a higher amount to affect change in that gene so that you can see results in your health. So go to that link, order your DNA test, tell us what you discover. I'm super curious and fascinated by this. I discovered that I had the Alzheimer's gene. I'm not afraid. I'm not worried because the Shirzai team, the neuroscientists out of Linda Loma and several other neuroscientists have declared that the answer to Alzheimer's is not through a cure that you'll find through medication or a surgery or anything like that, but they've announced that the way that we can keep Alzheimer's, our Alzheimer's genes turned off 
for our entire life is by making lifestyle changes and a plant-based diet is one of those lifestyle changes that is crucial. So we're making those lifestyle changes in our house. We've been doing them for years. We're gonna to continue to improve upon them, um, get more nutrients and a diversity of nutrients into our breakfast, lunch, and dinner. But ultimately, like we're doing pretty well in that department. Yes, we can always do better. I can do better in the sleep department, setting a regular bedtime routine like 10 p.m. and making sure that I'm in bed every night at 10 p.m. That is gonna help to keep that Alzheimer's gene turned off. Obviously having things like community and fun and adventure and love, um, those are all important. And I feel like I'm checking the boxes in a lot of those areas. But if you don't feel that you're checking the boxes in all of those areas, then what you need to do is really make a concerted effort and make a decision that you are gonna find a way to turn that lifestyle area around so that you can be living an optimal life that is going to keep those genes turned off. So don't be afraid about what you might discover. Think about it as getting this DNA test so that you can be empowered with knowledge to take action. Maybe the action that you just weren't motivated to take before because you weren't sure if it was gonna work or not. But if you have that evidence in front of you, then you can start to make a concerted effort and start making changes in your life. Because ultimately, we wanna see you thrive. We wanna see you reclaim your energy your vitality, your vibrancy, so that you can have the energy to put your gifts, your gifts that no one else can give but you, so you can pour those gifts into the world. So thanks for being with us. Please share this podcast with everyone and anyone so that you can ignite a spark of change amongst a family member, a loved one, a stranger, your community, and ultimately the world. Eat well, do well. Bye-bye for now.